to Keyboards Listener in Ask Andy. Well, hello there, Ian. It's lovely to be with you again on Community Keyboards. And first and foremost, uh, a very happy new year to you and all the listeners. And uh, I hope you had a fantastic Christmas season and enjoyed yourself to the full. It seemed a million miles away, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) All the best to you, too. Thank you very much indeed. So so we've got another dilemma to start the year off. A a little question here um, from a Mr. Hildridge uh, from Norwich. And I think this is actually a very, a very big question that lots of people do probably ask themselves on a very regular basis. His question is this. Uh, I've been playing the organ for close on 40 years. Um, several years ago, my playing seemed to reach a certain level and now doesn't seem to get any better. So his question now is, how can I improve my playing overall at the age of 76? Oh, wow. Right. So. So it's a very interesting question and actually something that I'm I'm quite passionate about, to be honest. Um, obviously, Mr. Hillreach, to be honest, I can't answer your specific question because I don't know what you play like and how you play, etc., etc., etc. I'm sure it's very good. 40 years, you've been playing a very long time. But uh, here's just a few, a few ideas. Now, um, pinning my colours to the mast, which is something I tend to do quite a lot on this programme. I've noticed that. <laughs> um, pinning my colours to the mast, the first thing to do, if you possibly can, is to find yourself a really good teacher. Somebody who can assess where you are now and where you want to be. And they can only do that by sitting down and having a chat with you and perhaps having the first lesson with you, seeing how you're playing now, where do you want to get to? How do we get there? That's the teacher's job is to create that pathway of moving you from where you are now to where you want to be. Um, Now, I don't mean this at all about you, Mr. Hillridge, of course, but we all as players have bad habits. I know I have lots of bad habits in my playing. There's, there's, no, uh, there's no doubt about that. And um, we also have also some not bad habits, but just other general habits, ways that we play things in a usual way. And I always think um, one of the ways of progressing is to sort of just identify those habits and break out of that cycle do something different um so that's the sort of the nub of it to me in other words if you just keep playing the same pieces of music in the same way that you've played them for the last x amount of years you won't improve it will just stay the same so you need to look at what do i want to do what are my habits? I'm always playing my C chord in this certain way, G, C and E with a C pedal, etc. What happens if I change that round? What happens if I do a different inversion? What happens if I use a different bass pedal? Now, all of these things won't come natural to you. And to be honest, breaking habits does involve a certain amount of pain, if you like, because suddenly things that you've done automatically for the last 10 years, you may suddenly have to stop and think about and do it in a different way. But for me, changing the way that we play a little bit leads to that improvement. And that's where you get an improvement from. So 
um, a teacher is the is a great way forward if you can find the right teacher who can do those things we talked about earlier. But if you can't, um, how how do you do it yourself? Well, it's a much tougher job, to be honest, I, I have to say. But a few things that I think is ask yourself a few questions. Um, and you have to be, uh, and I'm like this all the time with my particular plane, you have to be a bit self-critical and say, I'm not doing that very well. I'll, I could improve that. What happens if I did it like this and, and, and change that? So the first thing to do in my mind is what do I do now and what do I do not so well? What what can I improve? How can I put those things right? You know, improve on that. Uh, and another thing, and this is really this is really important for me. Um, I was lucky enough years and years and years ago when I used to work for Yamaha uh, that I worked quite a lot with uh, the very talented, the very brilliant genius like Max Takano from Japan. And uh, I, I had the fortunate job of um, of traveling with him around the country. I used to drive him around the UK when we were doing the shows. Um, and I did have to clean out all the cigarette ash after the, after the gig. But anyway, that's a different <laughs> question. That's a different question. But the way Max used to listen to music taught me a lot because it's quite interesting lots of people just hear music as a sort of bit of an overall noise now max used to do arrangements by listening to recordings of a piece of music and he would literally analyze study really really listen to something analyze the oboe part that's being played in the background reproduce the cello parts underneath the strings it was it was really interesting and it was a great learning curve for me. So I do try to do that. And um, so really listening to music is important and actually listening to the style that you want to play. I don't know, Mr. Hillridge, what style of music you like. You might like theatre organs. You might like orchestral and big band. You might like jazz for all I know. I, I don't know. But. A good way is to listen to people playing an organ in those particular styles that you like. So if you like theatre organ, go on to YouTube. Great website on the Internet. Go on to YouTube. Just put in theatre organ. Listen to Len Rawl. Listen to Mike Waldridge. Listen to uh, any number of these different theatre organists. They're all fantastic players. But listen to what they do. And as I say, really listen to what they do and see if you can take some of what they do and think oh, that would be really nice if I could play a counter melody with my left hand against that tune in the right hand like that, that he's doing there. How can I apply that to a different tune? So so there is a, an amount of pain here, I'm afraid, Mr. Hillridge. You've got to almost take your playing apart to then put it back together again to try and sort of progress uh, and change your habits and the way you play and that's how you will get better so in in summary practice new things really listen to other players and how they do things and and i'm sorry to have to say this but practice things like scales and look at sort of new theory music theory is is a great way to progress you um, you play 
if you know how to apply it. And that's the hard thing with music theory. It's great to read the words off a sheet, but what do I actually do? How do I do that? As I say, the linchpin to all of this is if you can find a good teacher, they should take you through these points. And um, don't be don't be too critical of the teacher if he says, don't do it like that, do it like this. And it feels really weird to you because that's what you need to do to actually get better. You've been playing for a very long time. I'm sure you enjoy your playing. You wouldn't have been playing for 40 years if you didn't. Um, but to some degree, you may need to go back a little bit before we can go forward a lot. So um, I hope I hope those few hints and tips um, are of use to you. Thank you for asking the question. Oh, Andy, that's uh, that's valuable advice for, for Mr. Hillrich, especially at the start of a new year. And I hope that gives him a a little shove in the right direction and a bit There's more, a, a bit, a bit, and, what and, a fantastic and, New Year's resolution. It is, isn't it? Yeah. And as, and as for you, sir, I cleaned out Max Tacano's cigarette ends. So that's something you don't see on everybody's CV, isn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> and, and there was a lot of them, I can assure you. <laughs> and Great. now look at you, starring on community keyboards. <laughs> so oh, wonderful. We might, we might just have a little bit of Max. We've not had any for a little while, so I think that will be an appropriate point to do that. But for the, for the minute, Andy, thank you ever so much indeed for helping uh, another listener. Um, you know, I'm sure they must be very grateful to you for all these pearls of wisdom. And, uh, Ian, not at all. It's a lovely, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And once again, a happy new year to you and all the listeners. And the same to you and yours, Mr. Carville. Yes, keep thank well, keep well. And we'll, uh, we'll catch up very soon, I have no doubt. Take care. All the best, mate. Bye, Andy. Bye-bye.